And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to our Spider-Man spoiler review, our Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler review for this show. And with me, as always, is Charlie. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And so this is a movie that I've been anticipating on. We've also been talking about Spider-Man for a while. We've also broke it down that this might be a disappointing movie to some of them because the expectations were so high and stuff like that. I know that you have your side, like you always do, and I have my side and stuff like that. And we always have that well-respect for each other on different viewpoints and stuff like that. Uh, but for me, I was like a kid at a candy store with this movie because I just saw this tonight. Yes, I know it's been out for three weeks, but, you know, I finally got a chance to see Spider-Man No Way Home. And I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed this movie for what it is. It had a lot of surprises and a lot of stuff that nobody thought was going to actually happen. Matt Murdock winds up showing up. We wind up seeing cameos from the other two Spider-Man films. We also see villains from the other Spider-Man films as well. So everything that we thought was true was actually true. And the, it succeeded my expectations on this. And of course... This movie also starts out after Quentin uh, Beck frames uh, Peter Parker for murdering, uh, for being a murderer at the end of um, the last Spider-Man movie. And he reveals his identity as Peter Parker. His girlfriend, MJ, and best friend, Ned, leads and Aunt May are interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. So this is what I have to say. I love the opening sequence where it leads off where the la last film uh, left us at, right? So... I like the, how they did the stunt work where you have MJ and Peter going, trying to get past the crowds, trying to uh, basically just Spider-Man his way through different buildings and stuff like that. I really love that scene. What about you, though? Yeah, the opening was great. I mean, first, I'll say I had to see this in 3Ds to get good seats. Again, that just shows you how popular this movie is. It's made over a ton of money. I mean, I knew this was going to do it, the but the 3D absolutely sucked. Especially wearing a mask the whole time with 3D, fogging up your glasses. Like, I'll just say, if you see this movie, don't see it in 3D. At, beside that, the opening was cool. Again, I liked it. I picked it up where it left off. This, the Sweeney thing, I think it would have been better, a little bit better if I didn't see it in 3D. But then again, I wanted to get seats. So right. there was that. But yeah, I thought that was a cool opening. It picked up right where it left off. And it, they're dealing with the aftermath of the last one, which I appreciate. Um, again, there's a lot. Um, and then there's a lot of things that I liked from this, but unlike you, I knew this was going to happen. The hype I knew I was talking about, I knew the hype was going to be so high. And this is the, like, I mean, this is the most hyped movie I've ever seen. Like out all this other stuff, like the hype surrounding it, the X, the, the guessing. And it was great that I got the, all the predictions. We get came true. But then again, it kind of felt like, Oh, it happened. Cool. I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I felt, oh, it was a good movie. I just didn't feel great. Com if, like, I usually like, like I came out fantastic out of Free Guy because I love that movie. No Time to Die. Felt great coming out of that one. Hell, you might disagree with me. I felt great coming out of The Matrix. I love that movie. It's just, it just, there's, there's these movies. And this one, I was, I was hoping to like it. I really, really wanted to like it. I mean, but when everybody, and so I tried to go on a roof, low, really low expectations. But when people are saying this is the greatest movie of all time, greatest Marvel movie of all time, like it's it's really hard to keep your expectations low. And and they said this for the last like the last Spider Man like Spider Man um, Far From Home that Spider Man Far From Home was better than Spider Man mm -hmm. Two. So I bought that. It not definitely was not better than Spider Man Two. They're saying the same for this one. 
I still have Spider-Man 2 as the best Spider-Man movie of all time for me personally, because it's just that, I mean, nothing's going to ever defeat that for me, that train sequence, Spider-Man versus Doc Ock, that seeing that in the theater or seeing that fight sequence all time. That's, that's Spider-Man for you. That is. And, and then somebody was saying there was a fight sequence in this that was better than the Spider-Man 2. I personally, I didn't see it. What fight I mean, sequence was that? I'm just wondering. I have no they... idea. I, somebody said that there's a fight sequence in this, like, or the Doc Ock fight sequence with this Spider-Man versus Doc Ock was better than the train sequence. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, no. no. I'll have to agree with you on that. Spider-Man 2 changed the game when it comes to the fight sequence. And this, the visuals and how everything was shot. I would oh. say the answer to Mika's question, I didn't, I, I wasn't spoiled. So, cause I knew like, as like, I wasn't mm. spoiled. I didn't get to that. So I, that, that the Matt Murdoch sequence was awesome. Once mm-hmm. I saw him, I was like, I'm going to get you a lawyer. And once, once you see the, I see the cane, <laughs> it was, it was great seeing that. Cause we got, finally got Matt Murdoch. Now we need to him to do in the red suit and fight. And then they make you something, but seeing him show up and him catch the brick like Matt Murdock style, that was awesome. That means we're, yes. we're getting somewhere, which I thought that was really cool. I mean, the, that I don't, I, the spoilers, I would say no, I would say the hype because mm-hmm. I knew this was going to happen and it, it, and unfortunately it happened. And like this, and then best movie of the year, yeah, I, I believe that. Best movie of all time, no, 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 I don't, I'm for me, best Marvel movie. It's still hands down have America Winter Soldier, because it, like because just for what that movie did to have two directors, the Russo brothers, that have never done a Marvel or action movie, they've done a bunch of community episodes and directed You Me and Dupree to do that and make Captain America like a badass and Captain America Winter Soldier changed the game for Marvel movies. It's it's technically the first political th- political thriller Marvel movie. That's out there because Captain America Winter Soldier is technically a political thriller. And I mean, nothing's going to beat that elevator sequence like that elevator sequence for me. But I don't know. It's just I I, I would say it did because we were like we were hyping this for so long. Speculations, expectations. And it just it just for me, it just it just it, 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 it had to go. It had to reach here. It got like here. It didn't reach my expectations, and that's a problem because everybody loved this movie. And it's just like, it's like I'm sorry, I just can't enjoy. I couldn't like it as much as everybody else. It's good. It will go in my top ten. I just have a lot of other movies I loved more than this one, and and I'm sorry. That's that's me. It's just I really wanted to like this movie. This movie's not bad. I mean, it's not bad. I'm not bashing the movie for the sake of bashing. I'm not saying this is a bad movie. It's just for me. Expectations. It, it did not live up to my expectations. Okay, and it, it, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's it's good. It just didn't live up to my expectations. Right, because we always have films that doesn't quite deliver the way that we thought it would actually deliver mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's completely understandable. And I would actually say this, even though I came out smiling, having a good time with this film and things like that, I'm not going to put this on the pantheon of my favorite Spider-Man movies. I have to agree with you fully. Spider, the second Spider-Man movie, seeing that train sequence in that scene was just awesome to see Tobey Maguire like that in the second film. And then also, too, you can't compare. It's like comparing apples to oranges to me because this Doc Ock fight wasn't on that action capacity of the Doc Ock. 
Doc Ock fight was after blood. It was after vengeance. Yeah. Because of Tobey Maguire. And when you see Peter reveal himself in this universe, he comes down and comes down an octave. Yeah. No pun intended. But he comes down a little bit. And then he realizes, oh, you're not the Peter that I'm looking for. So it's not on that same level. It's not, to me, it's not on that same level. But as far as the spoilers running it or anything like that, I've seen, I've been waiting for this movie for three weeks. And I thought I had it spoiled for me. Turns out I was wrong. This movie didn't Mm -hmm. get spoiled for me. It wasn't the way that I thought that it was going to get spoiled for, that I thought the spoiler was. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad about that. My expectations, it met every single one of my expectations. I came out smiling like a kid at a candy store. Or a kid that just got a PS5 for Christmas, which I didn't get. But still, this made me feel happy. I was overjoyed with it. Also, too, the Matt Murdock stuff was really great. And whenever you see that one scene where uh, basically what winds up happening is he winds up getting a brick thrown at the window at Tamika's apartment. Uh, Tamika's apartment. Um, <laughs> over yeah, at yeah. Peter's apartment. <laughs> yeah, Peter's apartment, yeah. Yeah, Peter's apartment. I'm sorry. Tamika's inside the live chat. And I got distracted. Uh, or Aunt May's apartment or whatever. Right. Wherever Peter, wherever Peter's staying at. Right, in Aunt May's apartment. But, you know, I like that whole entire scene. He catches the brick. And Peter's about to do the Spider-Man move where he winds mm-hmm. up shooting the Spider-Man web. And so he winds up. So anyways, Matt winds up uh, catch, catching the uh, brick. And then, of course... They both look at each other, and he's looking over at uh, Matt Murdock, and he winds up saying, um, how did he do that? He goes, I'm a really good lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody's wondering, this is Charlie Cox's Daredevil, Matt Murdock, from the Netflix series. So that that that's the big, that's the thing. It's not, which is funny, because, or, or as uh, Happy said, this kind of little Easter egg, Happy's like, well, I used to be a really good lawyer. It was. He was the bet. He was the be- Matt Murdock's best friend in the Ben Affleck Daredevil, and he he played he played Foggy and or whoever whoever he played. But yeah, so it's kind of it was kind of a little funny Easter egg for a little throw at his character from the other Daredevil movie because John Favreau did play the best friend of Ben Affleck, which right. Charlie Cox's Daredevil would beat the beat the crap out of Ben Affleck's one. That that, that if you haven't seen that show, if it's still on Netflix, watch it. Because that sh- that changed the game for TV series. Because that that show was just awesome. If you want a good hallway fight sequence or one shot fight sequence, that show really does it. Especially the third season. Third season's the best. But I digress. But, <laughs> but um, another thing I liked is the comedy in this film, though. Too, I thought the one liners actually delivered, especially with Ned inside the interrogation room, and you know. MJ's a badass of this movie, though, if you think about it, because she's like, I'm not telling, make sure you don't tell anybody, Peter. Make sure you don't go ahead and um, spill anything to the to the FBI, well, to the feds and everything. And Aunt May is also doing the same thing. Don't talk without a lawyer. And MJ's like, don't talk without a lawyer. I laugh my butt off at that. And then after that, accustomed to Ned, and he goes, hey, um, the, the agent's like, hey, did you get a soda for Ned? He's been waiting here all this time. Did, did you get him anything to eat? And he goes, no, you need to go on hand and get Ned something. He's been here all day. So he winds up playing, like, the, pretending he's his friend, uh, Ned's friend and everything. And then Ned winds up uh, responding. He goes, yeah, I actually helped. I helped hack the suit. I helped him. So you would say that he was a, your accomp- 
couplets, huh? He goes, I need to see a lawyer and I need everything uh, that that I said off my file. <laughs> but I like that sequence. I thought uh, singing Happy with long hair was actually funny to see John Favreau with long hair. because goes, eh, at least I got my good shot, good side and everything. I like that. And also, too, another thing I liked was the banter with Doctor Strange and things like that. I thought that was good. As well, especially when Peter is trying to do the unselfish thing by trying to get his friends into college, and he feels bad because his identity is blown, and he knows that it's his fault because of the fact that with the whole because they've been hanging around him, so anybody associated with him is actually um, would actually be connected to with him. So I like that whole entire aspect of he's trying to do something right, but he and he's a teenager still. So therefore, he still has a lot of growing. And Dr. Strange is just looking at him and goes, you mean to tell me you made me do this spell and you didn't even consider um, asking them to try and reinstate you or try to give you a chance to explain what happened? He's like, no, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> so, but what did you think of some of the uh, scenes and everything? The comedy was all right. I just felt a lot of it was forced. I mean, I chuckled, but it just, I think I thought a lot of it was kind of forced. Um, because they're, they're the problem with this one was they're they were juggling too much, like trying to like balance between comedy and seriousness. And when it hits serious and then and then and trying to break up the seriousness with comedy, it just, I don't know, it just it just didn't work for me. And I think, like, I think. What they should have done, they should have watched Sun Chi and how they bl- broke up the comedy with the seriousness. Not not have comedy for the sake of comedy, which I was really worried that uh, Aquafina was going to do. But no, when she needed to be serious, she was serious, and it just it it it, it didn't. The balance just wasn't there for me. Like a lot of the what Scooby do this shit. Like I saw in the trailer, I didn't really chuckle. Yeah, like, that didn't make me laugh. I'm no, like, and then, like, I mean, they're they were trying, but I think this is like, there's like a lot of like a, a serious stuff that they're that they had to they they had to deal with, and they, the breaking up for the sake of breaking it up, not because it made sense. It just didn't work. Like, again, I felt bad for Peter when after when he did the spell because all this happened, and then and especially you feel bad for him at the end because it's not a happy ending. It's not. He lost everything, and we'll get to that. But yeah, Peter lost everything. Nobody knows who he is. The Avengers don't know who he is. I'm pretty Tony Stark's dead, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't even know who he is. Like it's he was doing it. He had to sacrifice everything, but he lost his friends. He's got nothing. He's got no one, and that's that, that's that, and that's that's I don't know how they're going to be able to go from there with that because it's like how is he going to be in the other movies? Like they got they well, got a lot to figure out, and that's the problem. Well, this is the end for the no for the the Spider Man universe, though. This is the very end for the top for the No Way Home stuff and everything else for this for this though. Um, Tamika said there was a rumor at first that Doctor Strange was Mephisto from the way the trailer was put together. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought he was actually going to be the evil Doctor Strange that we got from What If. And at first, and I'm like, well, everybody's like, oh, he's the evil um, 
Doctor Strange. And I'm like, well, how is that even possible? Because at first I was thinking that, and then I'm looking at the motivations. I'm looking at the stuff, the dialogue between Peter and uh, Doctor Strange, and for some reason I felt like that Doctor Strange was the same that Doctor Strange that I knew from the previous movies, and also too from uh, back whenever they were trying to defeat Thanos too. So I didn't feel like that he was that he's changed. I felt like he was trying to help Peter. And he was putting himself in Peter's shoes because he was trying to help his friends. And even then, he's like, you know, no one's going to remember you. He goes, well, what about my Aunt May? What about MJ? What about everybody yeah. else? And it got to the point where the spell went on ahead and backfired and opened up the whole world of, uh, of the whole entire multiverse. Yeah. And I believe that if it wasn't for Peter messing that spell up, and everything because I believe it was Peter's fault on that, not Doctor yeah. Strange's fault. No, I, yeah, I he, agree. No, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, 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 going ahead. Yeah, I agree. I think it was Peter's fault because he, I knew he was trying to do the right thing, but he was think he wasn't thinking clearly. He was thinking like, oh, I, I'm going to try to try to like superpower this when you could have done more of the like the teenager kind of thing, like find like maybe call them as Doctor Strange and thinking he's just a kid, but. He was trying to do the right thing, but it didn't. It didn't work. And him trying to do the him trying to do what he believes was the right thing, kind of kind of blew up in his face. And I just gotta say this: Doc Ock was awesome in this, but the MVP is Green Goblin. OMG, Green Goblin was just an absolute monster in this. Literally, like William William Dafoe fantastic in this i mean i thought he was he was menacing he's what a villain he's like a like the one villain we because the the mcu have has had some villain issues they got like at least they got that right because we have we've haven't we haven't had a good villain in the mcu since geez i don't know it's been a very long time to get him green goblin back in this and it's the Willem dafoe one like OMG, like, once he got that, once he, like, once he became evil, it's like, it was like, oh my god, like, he he was, he was, he was good, so good, it was bad, it was like, not bad as the sake of bad, but he was a bad, bad villain, and that is somebody you do not want to, like, mess with. No, definitely not, and I have to say, it was like, we have, here's the thing, it's been a while since we saw William Defoe as the Goblin for a long time and yeah. it's like he didn't even miss a beat it was like no. he was it was like he just showed up for another spider-man sequel and mm -hmm. it's just it hasn't been over a period of time it was like he just got done filming one spider-man movie and then getting into this other one which is something that i really liked and then also too the layers with goblin is just fantastic that charlie was talking about and everything too and also, too, Killmonger was actually one of the ones that I feel like that had the most uh, layers to him so far. But that's just me uh, being a Black Panther fan and stuff like that, too. I feel like Killmonger was actually one of the better villains uh, in the MCU so far. But, man, I, I William Dafoe as the Goblin again, it was just fantastic seeing him back again. And also, too, on how menacing he was. He was more threatening in this one than I've seen him in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. At least that's how I viewed it as. Because, And also, too, uh, going on to what Tamika said real quick 
Uh, she's wondering if they will do a part four since they introduced Ned. Here's the thing with that. And this is just me. Uh, this is just me, Tamika. Ned don't have superpowers. He doesn't have that. The only reason why, in my opinion, that he was able to have powers or magic is because of the fact that he had Doctor Strange's uh, not, I'm not going to call it brass knuckles because it's the wrong term, but he had the thing to open up the portals with. And that was the only thing to make him have some type of magic powers is because he had that. Yeah. You know, other than that, I don't see him being um, a wizard or anything like that. He took, don't forget, we had Peter who took that away from him to where he could actually open up the portals. Without that, you can't open up the portals. No. And, but yeah, I wouldn't say Doctor Strange was the villain in this one. It didn't look like it. Doctor Strange was because he's in he's control of everything. He wants to keep the balance, and he they get we'll get to this. But he 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 he's gonna be dealing with some stuff in the, in his movie. He's definitely gonna be dealing with some stuff because I would say that was the highlight of the movie for me. It was the very end post credit sequence. And that was the Doctor Strange trailer. But we'll get to that in like towards the bit. But for me, seeing that, like once my brother told me it's a trailer, I was like, all right. And we have had, we haven't had a trailer at the end of a movie in the MCU to, since uh 2011. That's what the yep. Captain America, the first Avenger, with the the Avengers trailer, which was only like a minute. This was a full-on two and a half minute trailer we got for the new Doctor Strange movie. We'll get to that in a bit, but oh my god, that was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that, but we'll get to that for a bit, but Definitely. Green Goblin was just an absolute menace, and it's so bad. It was that, and then and then it leads to the, the death I did not see coming. I did not see that coming either. Them but, taking um, out, them, Uncle Benning, Aunt May. Aunt May. They did a gender swap, which I really felt shocked, and yeah. at the same time, sad. Yeah. Like, you see Uncle Ben die hundreds of times. It's like, okay, we saw one Uncle Ben die. He's We saw them a hundred times. We don't, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But to yeah. see Aunt May die and then going great power becomes great responsibility. It's, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. When she said that, I'm like, okay, I get what you're going for, but I didn't really feel it until the other two Spider-Man movies came mm -hmm. in. The, mm -hmm. the other two, um, the Andrew Garfield one and also Tobey yeah. Maguire's Spider-Man came in. That's when it really tugged on my heartstrings. Yeah. And and I also like it. I like the dialogue between them. He goes, hey, Peter, I understand what you're going through. I lost mm -hmm. my Uncle Ben and he said the same thing to me. And, and then also, too, Peter wants vengeance out on the Goblin. Even when Peter was trying to do something nice for these villains to try and turn them back yeah. to normal they didn't want it the only one that pretty much almost wanted it was doc ock and that was it yeah and that was just like on a light lighter note but then whenever he said well i want um vengeance out of the goblin and then toby mcguire's like i understand where you're going for peter but don't go down this road i went down yeah. the same road that you went on and i went on ahead and i went after the guy that winded up killing my um my uncle uh ben then also too then you have Tobey Maguire. He goes, my uncle Ben told me the same quote that he that your aunt May told you. And I went yeah. after the guy thinking that was actually the person that killed uh, my uncle Ben. Mm -hmm. Do not go after this. Do not go after him out of vengeance. Go after it as the neighborhood Spider-Man, pretty much. 
And, you know, that tugged on my heartstrings. Everything about that sequence made me tear up in the theater. Um, I didn't tear up, but I knew it was that was a really sad scene. Okay, go ahead. Say I don't have a soul, whatever. Um, but like, <laughs> I again, like, because it happens so quick, like, you see the glider hit Aunt May, and she goes, I need to breathe. I need, and I was like, okay. But my brother knew as soon as she said, with great power comes comp, that she, she said that, you know, instant she's dead. He goes, and very rarely have it has Aunt May died, and, like, ever in the comics. I think the first time I heard about it is in the latest Spider-Man game. Like, they killed Aunt May in the the the, the Marvel's Insomniacs and Spider-Man game. I think it's like hey, she like, and then I was like, no way they did that. Like again, I know what happens with like I know she dies, but I haven't gone, I haven't finished that portion of the game, but I know what happens. So it's very very rare that they do this, and the fact that and and it was Goblin's Grider, and I saw a, a funny tweet by Ben Goddard, and I was like. You know those the iconic elevator sequences yeah. where Peter says something. So this is what the tweet was. So Peter, like, so in, in the sequence uh, or in this, uh, um, Cab America says, "You know, Goblin named his glider June," and then uh, and then you see uh, the uh, guy go, "Why? Because it was the end of May." <laughs> oh like, my god, that's oh horrible. Yeah, that's that, and that's when they that's when they like they they gain up on cap and like they tie him in the elevator. But I just thought I read that I was like, oh my god, that's that's so bad, but so funny at the same time. But I mean that that sequence was intense because Goblin was beating the shit out of Peter. Like it was, uh-huh. it was it was a pretty intense sequence, and and it was cool to see Sandman back again. I I didn't really. I didn't really care for Jamie Foxx. I like that they changed his character up for Electro. I'm glad. They actually used but, the original Electro suit, which is something that I re- yeah. really appreciated on how they did it. But I you didn't know. really care for him, honestly. Like I I, I more I cared more about the between Doc Ock because Doc Ock mm. Doc Ock was great and he actually turned good because Peter helped him turn good. Right. And that was really nice to see that. And then Goblin just being a monster. But everybody else, it was like nice seeing Thomas Hayden Church back as Sandman. Definitely. But it's just, the other characters didn't, they really didn't like, okay, I I, I didn't really care about that. I'm sorry. I'm not a big Jamie Foxx fan. He's he's an asshole. To be honest with you, the Jamie Foxx character and everything, I like Jamie Foxx as an actor. I love uh, the, the acting he does is just phenomenal, especially with Ray and anything that he does. But to me, this character reminds me of the character from Baby Driver. The way he's playing this movie. He was such a dick in that movie. But that's what, to be honest with you, that's what it reminds me of in a sense. It's like that character mixed with this character. And he's, you know what I'm saying? But this is the way I looked at it. Um, Let's, I just want to talk about this for a minute. Uh, Tamika, she has two things that she wanted to say real quick. He was right about the villains. Their death was inevitable, uh, even though they were redeemed. Weren't some of them sent back at the point of their deaths? I don't, to be honest with you, I think it might actually change the timeline. I think it would actually change how they died because of the fact that they've been redeemed. And since they've been redeemed, it changes that whole entire outlook of their characters and who they once were, to be honest with you. I'm thinking that it changed the whole entire outlook now to the point where you know, they don't have to worry about looking uh, looking over their shoulders anymore and having that split personality like the Goblin has or Sandman anymore or anything like that. He can now be with his daughter who had cancer 
And that's the whole reason why he even was trying to rob in the first place mm. was because of the fact he was trying to take care of his daughter. That was the motivation behind him stealing that second, that third Spider-Man movie. And then I also like how they also play off of the third Spider-Man movie a little bit because yeah, I, I fought, I, I fought some uh, black goo before and stuff like that. So I liked how they played off the narrative with that. Um, I also want to talk about how they didn't explain how Jamie Foxx got that makeover. Now, what I'm thinking is, is the fact that once Peter was able to calm him down, because he, they took away that power that was generating him, right? So I'm thinking because of that, it calmed him down. It doesn't have, he won't have that blue flavor that we had before. He winds up stealing the reactor to make him have more power, which also gave him the ability to change with the power lines because it's new technology. With new technology, it might actually change the way he's actually doing certain things. So that's just me speculating and stuff like that, but that's the most logical thing that I could think of. But um, I want to go on ahead and talk about it. Alex says the Aunt made scene made him, made him cry for the fourth time at the movie theaters. Uh, Randy also said that Aunt May died was also disappointing to her too. But yeah, I was actually surprised to see um, Melissa Tomei die as Aunt May. That was the most shocking thing. I would actually put that on. I, to be honest with you, that was one of the things I didn't predict about a character that would die. We were thinking no, I didn't, MJ I didn't, might. I, I didn't see that coming at all, and that, I think that's that was that was one of the pluses. They did something that I, we we weren't ex- expecting, which I can appreciate. Did it change my like change my overall random movie? No, um, I think it got better once the other Spider Man showed up. I just think it just it is waited. They just played along like drawed on a little too long. Like it felt like felt slow for me at parts, and it felt like it didn't feel like. This was a long movie, and it felt like a three-hour movie. And like, there's aspects of it I wish they kind of like. Let's let's get on with it, because I was I, I mean, because I'm glad they had Toby and Andrew in there a little bit longer than than what I was expecting was 50, like maybe like like 15 minutes, not like a good 30 to 45. But I wish they were in there longer because I liked I liked them over Tom Holland a little bit. It's just I don't know. It just. I don't know. I, I, I say well, so when they showed up, that's when the movie started to pick up a little bit. But it, it like again, it didn't really like that. Like it just, I don't know. I just felt slow, and the movie felt really slow at parts. And I think they could have wrapped up a lot of stuff a lot quicker. You see, for me, I felt like the movie didn't even. To be honest with you, I felt like I wasn't even in there for two hours and 30 minutes, to be honest with you. I felt like the pacing of the film was really good. also liked how Ned winds up uh, getting Dr. Uh, Strange's power through the uh, through the rings and everything, and he starts doing, uh, doing that with, you know, opening up the portals, and he goes, hey, Peter, Peter, come here, come here. And then it's actually... Um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man that comes in first and I was fanboying hard over that even though I was slightly disappointed with his his performance and some of the stuff in the other two Spider-Man movies it was just good to see him back so I was actually fanboying over that I was fan, fanboying when Tobey Maguire comes in and he's not even dressed as Spider-Man he comes in like he's actually a youth minister like Andrew Garfield calls him whenever he comes into the uh, when they're working in the lab so I thought that was actually pretty funny to actually have the banter between the two of them and, but man this movie was actually i actually enjoyed it i enjoyed 
the callbacks. I enjoyed certain the other things. Um, but yeah, it was actually pretty solid for me as far as the pacing goes. I didn't have any issues with that. Um, Tamika asked, do you think Andrew Garfield will get a third Spider-Man movie? She said that she would be um, interested in seeing the dark side he talked about. To be honest with you, I don't see them doing another Andrew Garfield movie because of the fact I think it would be too confusing and stuff like that because of the universes and everything that they have set up. I think this was actually a one-time deal where you have three Spider-Man movies, three Spider-Mans in one universe and trying to redeem Andrew Garfield with that um, last Spider-Man movie. And it, they redeemed his character a lot, especially whenever he saves MJ from dying. And that was one of the things I really liked was the fact that Peter, um, Tom Holland's Peter, that's what I'm going to call him, Tom Holland's Peter, couldn't save MJ when she was falling because he gets knocked down, knocked aside by the Hobgoblin's glider. So that leads Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man to go ahead and try and save her. And he manages to save her, managing to do something that he didn't get to do before with Gwen. And you can tell he was just overjoyed and happy at the fact that he was able to save somebody and that he knew that Peter loved. And he and she has a second chance at life, opposed to Gwen dying. And I also liked how they also said, well, do you have an Uncle Ben? He goes, no, I have a Gwen. So he was like the only one that didn't even have an Uncle Ben. So... Um, well but technically, he did. Technically, Andrew Garfield did. They just killed Martin Sheen off, like, really quick. He did have an Aunt May, though. They both still have their Aunt Mays. Peter's got nobody. That's the problem. No. That, 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 could be Tom Holland's Peter's got nobody. But it's the iconic. Oh, okay. It's, um, all right. Spider-Man's got a girlfriend. Chuck her. That, that, that's what the Spider-Man was. Let's just chuck her. I mean, that was, it was cool. And he was definitely redeemed. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. It was like they're trying to redeem his character, so it kind of it didn't it it did cut kind of knew and he was going to do that because of all the speculation. Kind of like yeah, he did it. Cool. I don't right, know because remember movie. right because remember I ended up asking you that question. Do you think that he's going to wind up catching her? Yeah, I mean it's been and it and made sense and it happened. And like yeah, cool. <laughs> Like it, it. I mean, it's like a right. lot of the stuff is that the hype and the expectations kind of really ruin all this stuff. Like it was great seeing them back. Like when they pointed, that was cool. I think if the only one, the one that the out of the three that gets should get another one, I want to see more Tim McGuire. I mean, I want to see more of him because that's the Spider Man's I movies I grew up with when it first like when like when it, when it, the first because I saw all of them in theaters, and that was sort of the first my first experience in the Spider Man, and then. Then Andrew Garfield happened, and after that first train wreck of a movie I watched in the theater, I was like, "I'm glad I didn't pay money for this." When I saw, like, I watched, like, I got off early work one day, and it was like, I, I worked at, I was working at a theater, and I watched it. I almost fell asleep. Like, it was really like it just didn't do anything like that. That, that. and and Tom Holland, he's good. They're they're okay. Like, I have them, but I haven't really watched them since I have them. Like, and it's like, they, like it's just, I don't know, it's just. Spider-Man's like it's like it, he's a he's a cool character, cool seeing it like that. I have more fun playing it than really watching the movies, to be honest, because like that the Spider-Man's meant to be played as a video game. And Spider-Man, like this the Insomniac really did something with the Spider-Man games, and that 
that's that 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 was probably one of the best Spider-Man games I've ever played. It's that. It's just I mean, like I said, I'm not bashing the movie. The movie's good. It just my expectation. It just I just came out disappointed. And like a lot of the stuff we're talking about that you're all excited for, I just right it was there. Even it though, and right. it, it, it was it was nice. It was cool to see this. Like the first time we're getting a multiverse, but then then when they closed everything. Was this just a one-off? Like, did they kind of tease us multiverse and we're not getting it? Like, well, don't forget, like. we are getting it with Doctor Strange. Not really, like because like Strange closed up the portal. We're not really fully getting multiverse. That's that that that's what that was. That's the when he closed it up, we're not getting it because it's like everybody's forgot who Peter is, and Strange is not really going to be dealing. With that, that's the that's the problem. I don't really think we're getting multiverse. I think this See, is the one off. I'm gonna speculate on some things later on about Peter and stuff like that on things that I think I that might happen to help them remember him and everything. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk about that in a few minutes. But I do agree with you about Andrew Garfield, Spider Man, and everything. I, to be honest with you, I was at the point where I'm like, I'm done with Spider Man, especially after like the last three Spider Man movies. So I was like, I had no interest in seeing the Andrew Garfield one in theaters. So I waited until DVD came out. And, you know, I thought he did a good job at playing Spider Man. But with Peter, him playing Peter, I figured that he was actually too cool for school kind of thing, where he wasn't like the being bullied, he wasn't the kid that we knew uh, how Tobey Maguire played him because he was like basically like the 1960s version of Peter Parker versus this um, more up-to-date version of Peter Parker, which is like a too cool for school kind of thing. With the second movie, on the other hand, I liked aspects of it. I didn't like the whole Electro score. I didn't like Electro the way he was. Um, but They ruined the Rhino. The Rhino. I'm glad they actually made fun of that in this movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel better for Paul Giamatti and focusing most of the movie on his freaking parents. Come on, his suit, his, Andrew Garfield's suit in this movie and for and No Way Home, so much better than the suit that he wore. Like the CGI, like it was like a CGI took crap and they blended it into a suit. That's how bad the CGI was for his suit in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. That suit was absolute dog crap. It was terrible looking. Like that's I don't know. I don't know. I was like, yeah, great idea for the suit. Awesome. No, it wasn't. I like Tobey Maguire's suit better because that is Spider-Man. This and then and then like honestly, this the new suit Tom Holland creates at the end of this one. It's not good looking. It looks gonna- like. What 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 color design was that? That was like, what the heck? Did it looked I like spandex from the eighties that they got on. To be I honest, I was like, that suit was garbage. Like you're like what? Like the suit like he's wearing. It was like, I like the suit in the other, the first movie. His his, his fan his created one or this uh, yeah like the very very first without the one like not the not the makeshift one, but I think technically the one that I kind of like the one that. Stark gave him because it was kind of like a it was a cooler suit and like yeah like it had the the, the tech and stuff in it but I mean but it's just I did not I don't like what he did with the end the one at the end it's like it, it it's mm-hmm. really 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 bad looking and to I'm be like, honest with you there's two suits that I like in this one 
the the Iron Man tech suit that he gave Peter, and also like the one where he winds up getting green slime on. Those two oh, yeah. are the best suits to me. And then also too, when he turns it inside out, it's kind of reminds me of like a back in black kind of edition of Spider Man, kind of, with him turning it inside out. Um, but as far as Andrew Garfield goes, um, this is my last thing I want to say about the Amazing Spider Man that I liked for part two. Um, I thought he did a better job at playing Peter Parker and also Spider Man in the uh, in the second one versus the first one. Because in the first one, you can tell that he's trying, but it's just not landing. In this one, I figured, uh, in that one, I figured he balanced both of them out perfectly. Um, in this one, though, even though it's like a short of a cameo and everything, I thought that he actually did a pretty decent job at delivering himself as Peter Parker and explaining the darkness that was within him and how bitter he turned after Gwen um died and everything and also trying to learn from his mistakes and trying to turn peter around from not killing goblin and everything i thought that was really interesting take um but yeah i don't know i just i both of Maze spider movies were bad the second one was an absolute dumpster fire of a movie focusing on a lot of his parents which i don't really care having the alternate ending where the dad's alive really and and then like we all knew it was gonna happen. We knew Gwen's gonna die, but still see like knowing that she's dying in the way they portrayed it in movies. Like I think it's better left in the comics. The way she died was terrible in the second movie, and and then the Green Goblin was absolute. Like I would have preferred Franco. Like get Franco back, not the guy that they chose for him. And and he needed Peter. You know, oh, I need your blood to save me. What? Like I don't know, everything was everything was bad about that one. That's why they, they that that's why there's a long gap between that one and like so there's at least a three year gap before they focused on get got a new Spider Man and and all that, thanks to North Korea. <laughs> yeah, they 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 think they waited three years, but again we've had more Batman's than we had Spider Man, and that's that's our that's a big problem right there. Like it's like. We, we have too many Batmans, like, en- all right, enough already. Like, um, that's why I'm, like, hoping, like, all right, the new Batman, just come out, no, and everybody hate it, and then we can maybe can focus in on one Batman, because having two Batmans in two different multiverses and universe, it's too confusing. As, uh, like, as, as what Deadpool says, Patterson or Affleck, these timelines are just too confusing. Like, yeah. And I think they need to stay with one, and that's Affleck, because Patterson's a piece of crap. So anyway, that's that's DC. They're just they're just dark, <laughs> um, and they don't they don't know how to do a proper movie now because there's talks of them boycotting because the 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 new Flash movie is going to be erasing the uh, Snyderverse. So there's that. But I don't know. I just I guess just like Angel Garfield was good in this. That's why I liked I liked him in this one. I just didn't like him that, and his suit was better. But it just. I think we needed more of them in this. I think, I think, like, I, I mean, like, they promised us them, and, and they we got a good, good that. I think we need more. Um, I think we need it. Like, again, like this movie could have been way shorter, to be honest. I think they could have cut out a lot of other stuff. Like, the, I don't know. It just, I mean, it, it was, it was okay, but um, to me, I don't know. I heard it's two different multiverse, two different universes of Batman's. So they're like so. Whatever happens with the Pattinson Batman, it's not going to happen. It's not going to affect the other Batmans. It's 
Yeah, they're they're, they're well, playing in two different universes. That's that, and then that's already confirmed. Well, with the with the Patterson one, it's going to be your year one type Batman, which he's trying to learn about what kind of Batman he wants to be, which is why we see him killing somebody in the trailer because he goes, "I am vengeance," and that's not the actual Batman that we know where he winds up saving someone instead of killing them. This is actually a Batman that's out for blood and doesn't know how to calm himself down yet. So this is more of your year one Batman. So I'm actually well, excited for it. Technically, but, you know, like, to have like killed people in the, in, in the, yeah, but, justice. Um, so it's technically, it's kind of the same, like same thing. He's just older. Well, he's more pissed off. Well, there's a difference between that one and this one, in a sense. This is me um, talking about it for a minute, but it's going to be better is, by Affleck. <laughs> well, it. I love I love Ben's take on Batman, to be honest with you. But here's the thing: you have Batman who's better because of the fact that criminals are getting away with crime. This one, you have a Batman that is trying to learn who he wants to be and the type of person he wants to be. Versus someone that's actually um, who's already been established, has a name to his name, and not killing anyone. Uh, oh, so teenage young Batman not control the old one. Yeah, but but um, going back on, on to this, though. Um, the other thing I liked as well, I liked how Peter was trying to help them and trying to take away their powers and stuff like that and use it for good. And even though we know that the, it was going to backfire on him. I like that. And then also, too, I liked how they were trying to lure them over into uh, the Statue of Liberty, but it has Cap's shield on on the Statue of Liberty. And, you know, I thought that scene would actually work pretty well. Then, of course, you have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield talking back and forth, and also Tom Holland. And they're over there, and he goes, oh, uh, can you pop my back? It, I, I hurt my back. Um, with all the swing, uh, whip slinging I do. So Andrew Garfield pops his back. Then you wind up having this whole entire banter with them about everything that they face together. Like you have Andrew Garfield goes, um, I fought up against a uh, metallic, uh, well, electronic rhino before. And he goes, to be honest with you, I'm kind of lame. And then here comes uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. He goes, no, you're amazing. Don't let anybody tell you different. You're amazing. And that's actually just a callback to the Amazing Spider-Man comic book series and just trying to, I like how they, how he was trying to pump his confidence. And then you also have Tom Holland goes, well, I went to space. And I teamed with the Avengers. Yeah. (laughs) I'll let you talk about this one. I mean, I thought it was, I mean, it was cool. I mean, them point when, when somebody yelled Peter, they all pointed. So everybody got the, uh, they just didn't do it in the suits, which is the iconic meme of all the Spider-Mans pointing at each other. And then Ned asking around, like, oh, yeah, what happened to your best friend? Oh, yeah, my best friend tried to kill me, so I had to kill him. And Ned's, like, back and away. I mean, again, there's parts that were funny in that, like, when the Spider-Man are all talking, and I'm talking about web shooting. I'm like, does it come from your body? Like, How does it yeah, work? That was, I don't know. Cool. I just, I, didn't, I mean, that worked. I just say some of the other stuff just didn't work. And, like, again, I mean, I think it, it picked up a little bit more when the other Spider-Man showed up. And actually, the comedy was for like, to move, like was worked with the plot, not comedy for the sake of comedy. I mean, it worked, and like and seeing them swing together, like work as a team. I thought that worked. They, 
I mean, and then the, the sequence at the end was cool, but it just, I don't know. It's just like, again, like I, 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 all this was kind con- we were speculating on this. We speculated too much on this movie and the expectations. And we had to do a video on this, had to do a video on that. It just, it just, the hype for up from us as the media and all the media around everybody. And it, this really ruined the expectations. It kind of ruined the movie for me a little bit in a sense, because we kept talking about it. And that's why I was like, kind of like, and that's why I, and that's when I did the video and we were talking about like, this movie is getting way too much hype and it's going to, and, and I think I had a feeling it was going to disappoint. And it fortunately did for me. And it's just, I think just the constant talk of it. That's why I was like, one reaction video, like sometimes, like this could be a lesson. Like for for a movie this big, we only talk about it once, and then we wait to watch it. And I think, I guess, I think that might be the, what we need to do from now on because that's what it seems like. Like we kept talking about this so often, like every single time we got in it, talking, 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 hype, hype, hype. It just makes the hype so high, and it just, it just, I really wanted to like this movie. I just, I did. It will be in my top ten. It's not going to be as high as a lot of people are thinking. It's not, like maybe it's not, I don't I don't even know if it's going to be top five. It might be number my number ten movie of the year. Like I might have other movies ahead of this. I don't know. It's I haven't figured out my list yet. But it just I liked it. It was good. I just I don't know. I just the hype was just too much for this. Way too for, much for you though, right? I mean, but for me, yeah. And I I, I think it's from not for me. I think. A lot of other people like the hype for this. They kept talking about this movie, and when you when everybody keeps talking about it, and you say it's good, it's good, and you say it's better than the best Spider-Man, and like that, 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 that. I mean, sure, people are gonna love this, and they say best movie of all time. That's your opinion. It's fine. I just really disagree with it because it's not best movie of all time. Right. It's a good movie, but it, not best movie. Best Marvel not, movie. I wouldn't say no. that. Best Spider-Man movie. No, Spider-Man Two. I mean, it's probably number two. Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two is on the top, but it's just I don't know. And then, um, and then, and then reveal that MJ is tech, isn't technically Mary Jane. It was Michelle Jones, so that was a nice reveal. It wasn't really the true Mary Jane because it's like that. There's only one specific Mary Jane, but every it's they just called her MJ, but her name is Michelle Jones. But it's just I don't know. And then, and then the first post-credit sequence wasn't really needed. No, and we're going to get into that in a minute. Speaking of MJ, MJ's actually in the chat, but we'll talk about this yeah. in a minute. But I do have to admit, like I said before, I'll I'll own up to this, though. It, it worked for me. The speculations and stuff like that, I'm happy that they came true for me. The hype for me was perfect. I just want to say that. Um, But yeah, was there some other little... Th- this is by far not the... To me, I'm not going to rank this as high as some people where they said... This is the best Spider-Man movie? No, this is not the best Spider-Man movie. Even, that's me coming off the fact I was very satisfied with this movie. Um, but this is what Tamika asked, and I'm going to answer this, and then I'll let you answer too. How is the hype um, of other Marvel movies differ from the from this one? Do you think it's because of the pandemic and people are coming back to theaters? To be honest with you, it's all about the fact that this is Tom Holland's last Spider-Man. This is the last time we're going to see him as Spider-Man. Because I he's not he's signed back. on. I think, I, sorry, I think he's well, coming back. I think they've already kind of confirmed that. I think it, this might be well, another tr- series. I think he's coming back. But sorry, I didn't mean to interject. Go no, ahead. That's okay. But this is me. The, the, the reason why it's so big is because of the fact that we have William Defoe back. We have Doc Ock back. 
we have Andrew Garfield coming in, Tommy McGuire coming in. We have all this hype surrounding it, like Charlie said, and people are excited for it because they didn't know what other surprises was going to be within this movie itself. Could Miles Morales show up? There was a possibility that he might show up because he was introduced into the multi, into that uh, into the Spider Verse with the animated movie. So people were thinking maybe Miles Morales might show up. People were thinking that Matt Murdock would show up. People were thinking several other things about the surprises, and so it was a beat. They might be disappointed because Miles didn't show up, but all the other surprises and stuff like that they were hoping for are in this movie. So all the hype that they were surrounding it and everything was based off of the fact that there was a possibility of seeing Andrew Garfield back, Tobey Maguire, and of course Tom Holland. Then this is also Tom Holland's last movie. Then you also have William Dafoe in there, the original Doc Ock in there. Then you also have Jamie Foxx returning and everything too as Electro. Then you also had... Uh, uh, the the doctor who's a lizard who turned everybody else into a lizard from the last Spider-Man movie, but nobody really talks about him or anything like that. He's like basically the adopted uh, son of Loki, basically Loki, because nobody really talks about uh, that one at all. But, you know, I, I really have to say, I think it's all about the stakes were high and people were wondering what was going to be in this movie. And then once they found out that it delivered for them, the positive word of mouth came out and people started buying up tickets. But also, too, Tickets were cr crashing Fandango during this time, too. So you actually had a little bit of the Star Wars kind of fandom that we had back then, though, but not as heavily on it. And also, too, I knew that this wasn't going to make as much money as the Avengers movies or anything like that, but it was going to make a good chunk change. But I'll let you go um, on it. The other, well, I, I think the movie, like, that this was, like, way more hype. A, I think the pandemic had something to do with it. The casting... In terms of more Marvel movies, yeah, this probably had the most hype. But other Marvel movies that had really serious hype, Infinity War. Infinity War had a lot of hype, and I think that delivered. Yeah, they did a little bait and switch with the trailers, which I thought it was kind of funny. But that was like that was a long movie, and the pacing was good for that, and, and it worked. That movie was intense, and that one that had they threw some comedy in there. But it wasn't funny for the sake of being funny. This worked like it, it, it worked with the plot because of the interacting between Peter and that. It worked with that. And then I think the biggest hyped one was Endgame. Endgame had so much hype because it was it ended on a cliffhanger. And that movie, if you want to talk about Crash and Fandango, getting tickets for Endgame was just as crazy as it was for this one. I know because I was struggling to get tickets for Endgame. Just like for Spider-Man. And I, I think it, the pandemic had something to do with it too because it's the first movie to get people rush, people rushing. I saw kids. Problem is I saw so many kids with ma without masks when, and we're still doing the Omicron now. So many kids without masks in the theater. Like so many people, it was packed, 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 packed. You only see the front row. But everybody had their mask off. And that was like, that was kind of uncomfortable too. So it's like, it's a big movie. And it came out in a great time, and it, I mean, it's probably going to easily make like it. It already broke a billion dollars already. Like this movie already made like serious money. I don't know. I just think for the hype for those the Avenger ones because those are the big team up ones. Because I think those like that Spider Man as team up was it worked. Solo ones though, I don't know. I just lately seen Spider Man, and when, ever since he got introduced to the Avengers, it just I like seeing them more interacting with the Avengers, like. Maybe he can make these movies better by throwing in the Merc with the mouth at this point. Like, honestly, like, 
that or prone venom or something like make make these a little bit more serious not as whimsical as they used to use that's who spider-man is but i think you need to get some get kind of serious on this but i like i liked him interacting with the avengers more than the solo movies and endgame that one had the big had so many moments in that one that we weren't expecting and that's why the the spoilers were so like so crazy with that one but it was really tight-nipped with the avengers i mean i mean cat america picking up thor's hammer like who saw that coming? And it was a little snippet in End and Age of Ultron, or, or the uh, or the the iconic Avengers assemble sequence where you have every single one teaming up to fight. Like again, I don't know. I just think for those it worked the hype and it, the hype was high, but it exceeded my expectations for those. Um, but after I saw Infinity Wars, after I saw it once, I'm like, yeah, I, I, that's that's fine. Some movies be this one. I'll maybe watch again. But I've seen it once. I and so it might kind of the problem is like for others. I mean, for me, it will lose the effect. Like, yay, I saw them. Yay, they popped up again. Cool. But as I promise, it's, it's the replayability. Like, I mean, I'll definitely be getting it. And I'll be buying it. Would I be watching as often? Probably not. I mean, it, I think it's the replayability for it, and that's the problem. Because if I know everything that happens, if it doesn't entice me to go back in, then it's it, it's a good movie. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I saw it, so I didn't have to fall for the spoilers. That's why I tried to see it as soon as I can to avoid the spoilers. Because Twitter and Instagram, people are spoiling this movie like crazy, and that's not that's not okay. Nothing's gonna like you say. Oh, please don't spoil the movie. It's like telling people like that's telling water not to be wet. People are gonna spoil this movie because they want to be dicks, right? And, and that's that's the problem with the Marvel movies. It's because if there's something's got so much hype. They gotta spoil it immediately and ruin it for everybody else, and that that that, and that that's a problem, and it's not gonna get fixed anytime soon. Right. Um. Let's see here. MJ uh, has something that she wanted to say. Then after that, I'm gonna break into the last scene, and then after that, we'll go on ahead and close out. Okay. We gotta talk about so, the post credit sequences, though. Yeah. The yeah, we will. Because this is also connected with it, too. And also, too, I want to go into my speculation as with the whole not remembering who Peter is kind of thing, too. Yeah, okay. So, all right. So, MJ (laughs) says, things I didn't like about No Way Home was Ned opening portals like it's nothing. To be honest with you, MJ, I'm going to be honest with you. Ned had a problem with opening up the portals. And everything. It wasn't like all of a sudden when he's spinning uh, the rings and everything that he he opened it. He was having trouble with it. Even closing the portals, he had a hard time with with it. So I didn't see him making it easy on uh, opening the portals. Um, and he, let's see, it's nothing uh, to Spider-Man trapping Doc. Okay, number two, trapping Doc Ock uh, with Strange in the Mirror Dimension. In the mirror dimension, all that post credit for Venom. Yeah, that Venom scene, to be honest with you, was lacklustering. To be honest with you, I was let down with that post credit scene. Yeah, it was fun to see it, but I wanted to see Venom just make one small appearance and everything. And it was like one small thing, and that was it. And I, I to be honest with you, I, I like this post credit scene versus the musical thing from Hawkeye. But that's just saying not very saying very much. I prefer but, the musical than that post credit <laughs> scene. Like the all that's left is the symbiote. Part of the sim, his symbiote is left over, so you probably it's probably gonna get infected. We'll see where we go with that. Again, I don't know if that's gonna set up, but it's like 
I like the post credit scene in Venom 2 more than I did this one because the Venom from Venom 2 actually made me like, oh, now we're getting somewhere. And then this one just felt like a letdown. Like, it just felt like they just pulled a rug from under us. Like, ah, oh, you're, ha, ha, you're expecting that. Ha, ha, oh. <laughs> it, it was like, it's a quote family guy. Peter's watching, and now back to showgirls. Yeah, on TBS. Oh, like, it, it just felt like that. It, was, it just felt like they just, like, Venom 2, the post credit scene was really good. This one, that one, that, that sucked. Hmm. But the, what do you think about the mirror dimension? That one. Uh, what did you think about the mirror dimension? It was alright. I mean, I just it's kind of like Peter was just being a dick. He was trying to like he was trying to stop Doctor Strange. She was doing the right thing, and Peter's felt like he was doing the right thing because MJ got uh, not MJ. Um, Aunt May told him that you know you need to help these people. You need to be helpful, and Aunt May, yeah, it was helpful. Got you killed. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, we're not reviewing Showgirls. I was, <laughs> I was making reference to Family Guy because it's just a letdown and like something you're expecting, and then and then and then a movie, and then finding out it's on TBS because TBS like edits their stuff like significantly. Like it's no fun. But no, definitely. Honestly, it's like the mirror is like yeah, but it's like yeah, man, got you killed. Like trying to be that, and like Doctor Strange was trying to do it for the sake of saving, saving. He was trying to save like he's just, he's control of the worlds. And by Peter put on that, it was a total dick move by Peter. It's just because he was trying to stop Doctor Strange from Doctor Strange was right. It, it, I mean, I, I mean, it was cool visually. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll, I definitely want to see it visually again. I felt like, again, that's what I loved about Doctor Strange, the Inception, like, visuals and stuff. But this one, I don't know. He was just doing his job, and Peter was just being a dick. Right, but... As far as figuring out the mirror dimension and stuff like that, I thought that was actually pretty cool because he is actually into math. He knows his geometry and stuff like that, so he was able to get around that whole entire mirror thing. But I liked it. I, I enjoyed seeing the mirror dimension again. It has that Inception kind of feel to it like we got with the first Doctor Strange movie, which is something I really enjoyed. But yeah, he was definitely being a douchebag to Doctor Strange when he was just trying to do his job, trying to protect everybody. But Peter was stuck in his ways of trying to help these villains and everything, no matter what the outcome would have been for them. Um, Big Ego said, I wonder if math is cool now since Spider-Man defeated Dr. Strange with geometry. Uh, no. Geometry <laughs> you know. sucks. I hate geometry. I hate math. I'm not good at math. And I hate geometry. Yeah, no. <laughs> math's not. Math's useful. Like, math's useful. Is it cool? No. It was no. never cool. No, it's needed. Um, That's never cool, right? So let's go in and let's go on ahead and go where Peter's just dominating Goblin and being the crap out of them. And then you see the uh, then you look, see Toby and then you see Andrew. They're both looking at each other like we got to stop him. He's about to do what we did, and they wind up stopping him, and then they wind up injecting the photos character. And then after that once happening, they go back into their own universes. Toby but snapped, which yeah, everyone was like, oh no, don't you dare. Like I would have hated the movie more if they killed off Toby Maguire. When he got stabbed, I was like, oh no. You're gonna take him away from us too? And they're like, oh no, I just got I get stabbed all the time. So it was like that was nice to see him live because it's <laughs> right. it, it, it kept it innate for me. 
And if he if he had mm. died, instant six, instant six. Like to like be this. honest with you, I remember reading Jason Pitts's uh, spoiler review. Well, not a spoiler review. He was talking about uh, Batman, the Batman and everything as anticipation for it and stuff like that. He winded up saying that Spider-Man died. I'm like, you just ruined the movie for me. Then I realized once I saw this movie, I said, I got mad over nothing because I forgot there's three other Spider-Man. So it's like, which one died? So I'm thinking it's Tom Holland that was going to be the one that winded up. No, dying, the, none of them died. The to- yeah, the Tobey Maguire one got stabbed, not Tom right. Holland. So, right. like, so yeah, so that's that's the one from Queens. Tom Holland, Queens. Tim McGuire's. I don't know. I forgot where he lives. It's been a while since I saw this movie. <laughs> yeah, he lives he gets in stabbed. I was like, oh, please don't kill him. Please don't. And he's like, oh, God, I get stabbed all the time, so I'm okay. So, like, all right, good. You just saved yourself. You saved, you just saved my overall review. <laughs> but, okay, so I want to go into a little bit of speculation as to the memory thing whenever he sees MJ... Uh, in the coffee shop and things like that. And he sees Ned. He wishes that he could be with his friends again and that they would remember him. And there's like a little bit of a glimpse where MJ kind of sort of looks like that she kind of remembers him based off of the quote that he winds up telling her, if, you, if you'll if you be disappointed, you won't set yourself up for disaster. And there's that little small glimpse. But also, too, I was thinking... Maybe Peter might actually just reintroduce himself into their lives to where maybe he might become friends with them again. I don't think that's happening. I think it's because they got into them. They got into the school they wanted to and they're happy. That's that's, that's when Peter puts the note away and he just walks away. Like it's like, I don't, I mean, it's, it's a bummer because you literally took everything from Peter, took away his friends, took away his aunt May. And again, this is all his fault, but still, he took. He's got nobody, and he doesn't even have the Avengers anymore. Nobody recognizes him because nobody knows his name. And it's just—I mean, there's maybe hope. Doesn't look. It didn't. I didn't feel that after that movie. I and then and then and then the poor song choice right after the end of the movie. This isn't. A, this wasn't a happy movie. Yeah, you know, I don't understand. Music. Like, what the hell? Like they did that at the end of the last one. Happy music. Yeah. No, you gotta pick music for the that fits the tone of what we just watched. That kind of threw me off too. The music choice at the end of the credits, I was like, "What?" I don't know, but it's like, yeah, it, Peter doesn't have friends anymore. He doesn't have family. He's got no one. And you want to play happy music? This is all gonna be okay for him? No, come on. Right. Well, don't worry. Maybe Dominic Toretto will show up in his car and said, "Don't worry, Peter." Yeah, we that's have family not now. That's not happening. <laughs> but anyway, that's not Dom has doesn't have time to take care of another kid. True. All right, so let's go on ahead and close out. Um, but I just want to get into Tamika's comment real quick. But then again, Peter missed out on the important events with his life, like prom. So it seems like his friends would be okay without him. Sadly, friends' standpoint, yeah, but Peter's standpoint, yeah, no one. He's got no one, literally no one in his life to help him. Peter's got to do it all on his own. Like, it's just like, it's like, I mean, it's like, what kind of a, what a downer of an ending. Like, like, and then it's like, what's the, what, what's, what's, what, how are they setting up the other movies? Like, I mean, honestly, like, and like, if you seriously recast another Spider-Man and we're going down this whole rabbit hole again, like, come on. Like, it's just like, 
I mean, if you're bringing him back, yeah, but maybe re Remy do this and make him get him back with his friends because Peter's got no one. You feel bad for him. And, and, and the way they end in the movie, it was like, yeah, he's swinging with that god-awful suit. Yeah. And then happy music. No, come on. Like, the, 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 the poor music choice was really, really bad. Like, yeah, we got to say hip. No, come on. You got you to gotta do better than that. And they, they've done that the last I do few. agree. Right. I do agree that the song choice at the end was poorly done. Uh, it took me out of the... You know how I told you before, end credit scenes don't take me out of the movie that much? This one yeah. did. And even though I got some stuff spoiled for me or whatever and stuff like that, or supposedly... I up feeling emotional in this movie. I actually shed a tear here and there. I actually broke down a little bit. I enjoyed the pacing of the film. I didn't feel like I was in there too long. Speaking of Sam Raimi, he's actually directing Doctor Strange 2. So... Yeah, maybe I'm excited for it because he knows how to do sequels. Speaking of Doctor Strange, too, that's the end post credit scene. The trailer that was leaked like a week later on the internet on live that trailer and seeing that trailer, there was so much to digest for that. And we can't do a trailer reaction because we practically both saw the trailer, right? (laughs) But the trailer is so good, like that, that kind of like, all right, now I'm hyped for that movie. So I'm, it's, it's pretty sad. I'm hyped for the next movie that's coming out with Doctor Strange than the movie I got out of. Like, the, the scene, there's so much to digest with that trailer, but that was a long trailer, and we got a lot of info in it. Like, it's just like, right. yeah, and like there's a lot of characters coming back. So um, Rachel McAdams' character's back. He's getting married. Um, we'll see how long Wanda. that lasts. Um, you see the, uh, the the villain that turned into the from the last Doctor Strange that... But I like the visuals in Doctor Strange from like in that the the Doctor Strange solo movie than I did with the visuals in the mirror sequence. Sure, it was cool, but to compare the two, the first one's easily like easily knocks this one out of the bag. Like it, like it, it knocks out to, like a uh, knockout punch to Toby and uh, to uh, Tom Holland and his friends. That that's that's that that's how easily. But and then and you see that guy back. You see an evil version of Doctor Strange. He's going to, have to fight himself, yeah. and then he, and he goes on on to Wanda Maximo, um, Wanda, and he goes, "Yeah, um, um, I'm 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 here to talk to you, Wanda." He's like, "Is it about the events that happened in WandaVision? And he goes, "No, I'm not here for that." Which right? They, yeah. So obviously Which, that's the connection, WandaVision and this. So that 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 that's um, and but yeah, that was. I'm the wondering. Best it's okay. And no, I'm wondering if they're going to actually use uh, the House of M thing where basically she says no more mutants. I wonder if she's going to do that. But you, it's clearly written that, you know, he's not here for that. He's here to strain out other issues aside from that. And it even looks like um, stuff from Loki is going to be in this movie, though, too. I mean, visually, well. it looks stunning. It does. I really was amazed by it. Also, too. Uh, like Tamika said, the what is reminds me of the Doctor Strange in the What If series. I thought that was really good callback to that. Um, but yeah, I'm very it. excited for this. Um, so Strange is in it. I think we're getting introduced to uh, America Chavez, um, which is the another Marvel character. Um, the I think she's a she's a fictional superhero. Um, I think yeah, it was uh. 
Yeah, it's America Chavez. Um, it's a she's like a, a species human. She's kind of like a another version of like maybe like another Captain Marvel in a sense. I mm. think um, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know of her character, but she's in this uh, new Doctor Strange movie. Um, so we're gonna introduce that, and then um, so yeah, so we're gonna we're, like, I'm interested because I think. Um, I think where we're going to go from here is going to be interesting because I think Doctor Strange is more of that. I hope we get more multiverse, but I don't. I'm not expecting it the way that last this one movie this movie ended. I was expecting it like when all of them to come through and they have to, they're fighting them honestly. But then when when he closed up the portal and everybody nobody knows who Peter is, kind of kind of lost that. I we kind of lost that chance really for multiverse, and I think they could have expanded on this more. Well, they might. But do I think it's going to happen? Not really. Not the way this one ended. Well, it is called the Multiverse of Madness, so which is also connected in with House of M, I believe. So I can't wait to see what this is actually going to be. Um, so with that being said, that's going to be it for our show. I hope that you guys enjoyed our Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler review. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, we're going to have Sean back on the show, and we're going to be finishing off our Rambo series this is for Rambo Last Blood. And then Thursday, Rossi McCree will be back on with me again, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, to talk about Sweet Tooth, Episode 4. And then after that, I have uh, another uh, – well, we'll have Sean back on the show again on Friday for our, to- our Total Recall review. The 90s and, version, not the yeah, Con the one. The good version, the Arnold right. version, which is the best one. Arnold. But yeah, we'll have the Arnold Just version. Moss. <laughs> But anyways, you guys can catch that segment at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, doing our Arnold impressions, Far Total Recall, and everything for the 1990 version with Sean on Friday. Then, of course, we have our, we're wrapping up our Dexter uh, New Blood uh, series, so that's going to be up, uh, on Monday at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central Time, so tune in for that. Oh, and also, to go on ahead, go over to... Follow, go over to w, uh, to Movie Lovers Unite, TV Lovers Unite on our Facebook page. Follow us over there on the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you want to get an audio-only podcast of our episode and many episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Unite, all you have to do is go to where you guys get your major podcasts from, and that's where you guys can get me get your uh, audio-only podcast. Then, of course, go on ahead, go over to Good Pods. Good Pods is a great place for for us as podcasters, or if you are uh, someone that actually likes listening to podcasts yourselves, go over to Good Pods and everything, and like uh, like us over there. Also, too, um, rate us over there, and also too, we can also reply to your comments and things like that. Um, and also too, I sh- I just got done doing an indie podcast with all the people from Good Pods, so go on ahead, check out that episode on our YouTube channel, and also too on the audio only version as well. Then of course, go on ahead and follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter. And then underneath the same brand name on TikTok at Movie Lovers Unit Zero. And then if you are a sponsor or would like to be on the show, just go ahead and email me at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere you guys can reach me at. And thanks again, Charlie. It's been fun. I can't wait to do this again. Thank you so much for doing this review with me. I've been wanting to see this movie. I'm glad I finally did. And always, until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Thank you again. Take care.